So the question is, how does one create, build, and protect and multiply your wealth in a global interconnected economy where change is happening rapidly and constantly and financial markets are rigged to benefit financial institutions and enrich corporate insiders? I've made it my mission to uncover how you can create, protect, and multiply your wealth in any economy and have interviewed the top investors and wealth experts for over three years. I share what I've learned from them and continue to learn on my journey. I'm MC Lobsher, and this is Cashflow Investing Secrets. Hello, everyone. MC Lobsher here. Thank you so much for spending your most valuable resource, your time once again with me for another episode of the Cashflow Investing Secrets podcast. This is the show where cash is not king. Cashflow is king. So in today's show, I'm going to answer another question that I'm getting quite a bit um, in the ocean of emails regarding Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And that is about uh, scams. And in South Africa, where I'm originally from, there was a huge, uh, basically a scam, a Bitcoin scam. And there's been, a, there's been so many of them. A lot of, um, a lot of uh, multi-level marketing uh, kind of uh, scams have been, have been running rampant in many, many, many parts of the world. Um, and then there was also uh, a company actually in uh, my hometown that turned out to be a massive, massive fraudulent operation. And they stole a lot of Bitcoins from a lot of people. So I'm going to address that right now. So here's, here's what I will say. There's going to be scams in every industry, but there are ways to manage uh, or, or how can I say, avoid the, the, the minefields in any particular industry. So never, ever, ever invest in something that you don't understand and you don't understand how it works. So for example, when you buy, let's just say Bitcoin, a, a cryptocurrency, it's very different from buying a stock. So yes, there are exchanges which you can go on to uh, here in the United States, Coinbase, for example, is a is a platform that a lot of people use uh, to buy to buy Bitcoin on. So you could go onto Coinbase, open up an account, and buy a Bitcoin, and that's what most people do. And that and that's that. Okay. Um, there's another step involved with this, and that's actually setting up a wallet, which could be a wallet on your computer, on your smartphone, a hot wallet. You know, Exodus.io is, again, a popular one that a lot of people use. Um, again, just I'm just sharing this as a conversation. Don't recommend anything. Do your own due diligence. Do your own research and, and utilize what, what you understand and what you think uh, is the best fit for you. So they would set up, for example, an Exodus.io wallet, and they would then transfer the uh, coins to their wallet, which is kind of the next step. You can also do a hardware wallet, cold storage, and actually keep it offline uh, and transfer it over. Now, when you do that, you're going to have keys, private keys, uh, and, a, and a private passphrase um, for your particular wallet. Those are pretty important. Have you heard of people losing Bitcoins? It's because they lost their keys or their, their, their passphrase. Catchphrase, people call it different things. But essentially, uh, your passphrase. So those are very, very, very important things, by the way, if you're going to, to, to do that, to do. Because there's a saying, which Andreas Anopoulos, uh, uh, he popularized it. 
I think he's got t-shirts too, but essentially it says not your keys, not your coins. So essentially when you buy a Bitcoin and it's not transferred in a manner which you own the keys and the passphrase and you have that um, and it's in your wallet, then you don't really own that coin. There could be, there could be, uh, how can I say, um, there could be examples of this with stock investing too. I understand if we want to get technical. But essentially here, you don't own your coins if you just go on Coinbase and buy your coins and just, that's it. You log out. So it's still on the exchange and that's where a lot of coins, if you've ever read about a Bitcoin hack or something like that, that's that's where it happened. Mount Gox is a big one where an exchange was hacked uh, and they stole a bunch of coins off the exchange. So that's how it happens. So if you don't, if you buy it, that's just one step. There's still a lot of other things that you need to do. And by, and by the way, even before you buy it, you should probably take a lot of um, privacy and security steps when you're doing these transactions on a computer. So uh, just some general things that you might want to think about is a, is a VPN, uh, a browser, certain privacy and security settings on your computer might want to think about that. Um, and then obviously, when you set up accounts, brokerage accounts, uh, exchange accounts, you probably want to set up two-factor authentications. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can do and then set up wallets and make sure that all of those um, privacy and security uh, steps are taken before you even do this. So that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things involved with this. Um, this isn't as easy as logging on and clicking and buying something. Uh, so you have to understand uh, the basics and the basics of security and the basics of, of privacy and how to secure the coins and how to protect it and that kind of stuff before you buy anything. Um, so um, scams. So what are some of the scams? How do people lose coins? How does it get hacked? Well, they can hack exchanges. Like I mentioned, Mt. Cox is a big uh, example of that where people lost a lot of coins. Uh through, through the hacking. The other thing that, that how people get, get conned out of this is they actually have custodians. Now, custodian is holding your coins on your behalf, which means they have your keys and a passphrase, right? So they hold it on behalf of you. And this is where this particular um, scam went down in my hometown in South, in South Africa, um, where essentially they were a custodian. People would send them money and they would actually buy the coins and they would hold it for you. So again, not your keys, not your coins. If you don't have your keys and your passphrase and you haven't done all of the things that I just mentioned, you are opening yourself up to lose your coins and get scammed. Now, are there good custodians out there? Yes, there are. There's, there's actually banks uh, that were in the United States. They're starting to get into that. I could see a lot of banks becoming custodians for crypto. There are crypto banks uh, which pay you interest. Again, do your own due diligence and research on that because there's two really good, uh, credible ones. But again, I wouldn't put all of my, my eggs in one basket, right? It's, you have to have a risk management strategy. It's an asset clause. This should be done the same way that it's done in any other uh, asset class that you're in. There's dangers in everything that you do. There are risks involved with everything. And if you don't know what you don't know, and you don't know what's going on, 
then there are just too many arrests to even navigate for you. Too many minefields. You can't go blindfolded into a minefield because everybody's doing it. Uh, the cool kids are into this and you feel like you're missing out. So that's, uh, that's the big thing. So when someone comes to you and you see all pictures and, you know, all these different promotions that are out there of, hey, you know, we, buy, we'll, you have to invest in Bitcoin. We'll buy the Bitcoin for you. We'll hold it, that kind of stuff. Just understand that the chances of that ending badly is probably very high, very high. Okay. So, um, that's, that's how I would answer this question. I'm getting a ton of this about, Hey, there's a lot of scams. I've heard people, uh, lost coins. Hey, there was a scam in your, you know, in your hometown of this company that ran off with a bunch of coins. Um, yeah, understand the risks and understand how you could lose money, understand how you could lose everything, understand how other people can basically rob this from you or steal this from you. There's a ton of content online. Um, and as I mentioned in a previous episode, go to cashflowninja.com. We've been covering this space since 2016. I've had uh, some of the world's biggest experts in the crypto space on the Roger Veers, the Trace Myers, the Tone Vase. You know, th there's a, a Jeff Berwick, which was the first crypto expert that I had on. Um, so, Check out all of those episodes uh, and 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 check out the the resources online that's available and understand what you're getting into before you're getting into this. Never ever 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 invest in something that you don't understand and don't know, um, and especially especially uh, something such as this where. The technology is evolving still. There's a lot of things developing so quickly. Check out Coindesk and Cointelegraph. There's, those are two good crypto resources uh, because there's daily changes with stuff and updates and new coins and hard forks, meaning the, the community is splitting up. I mean, we could go on and on and on about the many things that you have to stay on top of. Use those resources and, and check it out. I hope that answers your question. Appreciate you spending the most valuable resource once again with me on the show. Until next time, live infinitely. If you are interested in learning more about cash flow investing, I have compiled the 21 best cash flow investing strategies I have come across studying millionaires and billionaires for two decades and interviewing over 500 successful investors and wealth experts. You can grab the 21 cash flow investing strategy secrets at 21cashflowinvestingsecrets.com. That's 21, the number, cashflowinvestingsecrets.com.